This is Helping of Happiness, episode number 124. Today we are talking to missionary from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Sister Cassidy Hess, about what it is like to be a missionary training during COVID times and what life is like as a missionary for the church. Hi, you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm your host, Hilary Hess, a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to eat and loves to travel. Mom life can be exhausting, hectic, and scary at times, so let's take this journey together. We can love, we can learn, we can laugh, we can cry, and we can become better friends while we're at it. So I thought this week it would be great to include a little bit about what is happening with our family right now. Right now, my daughter Cassidy is just become a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And normally a missionary would go and train in a place called the Mission Training Center. But because of COVID, we get to do all of this at home and it's a really new experience. And we've had a lot of people asking us what that's like. So I thought it'd be really cool to just kind of share that with you and you actually get to hear from her as a missionary which is probably not something that happens very often that an actual missionary gets to be on a podcast in our church a mission term would be 18 months for girls or two years for a boy you're completely dedicating yourself so you're really staying away from any kind of tv or video games or media or any of those kinds of social normal things that somebody would be doing in their late teens, early 20s, and instead just completely dedicating themselves to serve the Lord. And because Cassidy is training at home, that means that our family is trying to abide by those rules as much as we can so that we have the environment that a missionary could be living in. So our music has been cinched up pretty good to be as clean and inspirational as possible. Same with our media and things that we're watching, or maybe we just turn it off when she's around. So that's been definitely a way to kind of rethink what what we're watching. What are we listening to? What are we doing in our home that would is really bringing the spirit and making things as uplifting as possible. And that has been a good check. And I realized how much we turn on that TV in the evenings and maybe really need to pay really good attention to a better after this experience, what we're actually consuming. So the other thing that's a little different is that as a missionary, you start going by elder if you're a boy or sister as a girl and then with your last name. So you are forgoing your first name and just devoting yourself completely to the Lord. It's one more way of just submitting yourself and um, taking your own self out of the picture and just being one of the Lord's. So that's been really different to see her be Sister Hess instead of Cassidy. So that's been kind of cool though. Um, the missionaries are in over 150 different countries, and so when she is going to submit her paperwork to become a missionary, she doesn't get to pick where she gets to go. She just fills it out and has some preferences and different things that might be going on in her life that might need her to stay local if she would have to. And then we had to wait and see where she was going. So we had this big reveal when we finally got her mission call 
over the email and she is called to serve in California. So that was super special. We really love doing that. We had that on our Instagram stories a few months ago. You may have seen it. The other thing about being a missionary is that it's completely volunteer. So she's had to fund her way. So since she's going to be out there for 18 months, she's got to pay for 18 months of housing and all of those expenses, but does not have any time to work or anything like that on her mission. So we were having different bake sales all during the summer to help her supplement that especially during some times when she wasn't able to work because things were dropped or really hard to find during COVID. So we were super grateful. There were so many people that purchased her things and donated money to her. And we've got that. She's got just enough to be able to go on her mission. And we're so proud of her for earning that money on her own. So there are more than 67,000 missionaries out in the world. And there's 399 different missions throughout the world. And there's 10 different mission training centers, but since we're doing the home MTC, we'll, we'll let you a little bit more about that. A missionary day starts at 6.30 in the morning and goes until 10.30 at night. And they just have all kinds of amazing things that they're doing during the day. So I will go ahead and let you hear from Cassidy about what that's like. Cassidy is currently a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about her experience. So, Cass, hello. Hello. So, will you tell us, first off, what is a missionary and what does a missionary do? Yeah, so a missionary just teaches. That's pretty much what they do. They teach and then they help. So, we're there to just teach people about Jesus Christ and we serve people so in any way that we can it doesn't matter if you're part of our church or not we just honestly just try to help and do what the lord would do if he were here so what made you choose to serve a mission especially when we've got covid and everything do you mind kind of telling our friends listening about why you wanted to do that yeah so i actually decided in like february that i wanted to and it was just like a feeling that I had. I was asking for a while, like I was just praying and trying to figure out um, if I really wanted to go on a mission because it was never really part of the plan. Um, and so one day I had my friend give like what we call a blessing and um, he just told me that like I like I'll be able to figure it out. And the next day I just had such a strong feeling that I needed to go. And I just called my mom and she was She's She's like, sit down. Yeah. I was like, hey, (laughs) what are you telling me? Texted me. What's a specific time we can make sure we talk? I'm like, um, what kind of news have you got for me here that I need to sit down and be super present? So that was a big surprise, but really, really exciting for our family to be able to have her make that choice. So, um, did you have anything else on that? I don't think so. Okay. So... Usually missionaries would go to a training facility, either in Salt Lake or there's a few other foreign countries that have MT, they call them MTCs, mission training centers. Well, thanks to COVID, we do not have that. So will you tell us what is home MTC training and what it's like? Yeah, so it's a little bit different if you're doing languages. I think you have like a couple more hours of study that you have to do, but basically I get up in the morning I do 30 minutes of like exercise um 
and do we do like an hour of our personal study and then an hour of companion study that because we each have a companion you can't be by yourself when you're a missionary so right now my family like my parents or my companions or sometimes my siblings which has made our life a little different just that we mm-hmm. always have to have somebody here with Cass and she's used to being super independent so yeah. she's can't just zip off to the store or go grab that red box movie or whatever it is that normally she could do or I even t- made this huge mistake we were at church a couple of weeks ago and I just was letting her chat with her friends inside the chapel as we were kind of heading out because I didn't want the whole group of us standing around when we're all trying to be safe with COVID and I realized after we'd been outside for a few minutes that I'm not supposed to leave her alone. So we had to send one of the kids in to go be her buddy in there because we're just not used to it. That was just a few days after she had started her service. So we weren't even really used to being out in public as with her as a missionary. But go ahead and tell us a little bit more about what it's like. Yeah, so pretty much it's just Zoom meetings. For I have about six hours a day that I'm doing Zoom meetings. And they give us like little breaks in between. So like we'll do an hour and have like a five or ten minute break just so we can like get up and go to the bathroom get a snack um but it's definitely different like it's just because when you have like the online or like online it's just like you don't get to know the other people that you're with as well but it's I don't know it's it's good and I'm still so grateful that we can be trained because just being thrown out in (laughs) California would be really stressful Well, and I like it because we get little sneak peeks into your day. Like there's certain videos that are sent through from our prophets of our church that she's supposed to watch with her family, which is not something we would ever get as being family members as part of her experience before. It would all be geared toward the missionary. So we've had some really cool little perks like that. Plus she gets to tell us what she's been doing and we would only have weekly contact if she went to a missionary training center. So that is something that's very different. I guess we didn't talk about that as a missionary. Mm-hmm. When you're a missionary, it's not like you can text or call all the time. Tell tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So because they want us to stay so focused on like our purpose, which is to like invite and serve um, and like teach, we only get to do like grocery shopping and like cleaning and like doing your laundry and all of this stuff and calling family and like writing emails like once a week and so it's like one day a week and usually it'll be like it'll be a set day so mine right now is Fridays and so Fridays I'll send out a group email about how my last week has been and um like right now I'll just hang out with my family because I have until like 6 or 6 30 that's technically what we call a p day so it's like our preparation day and you kind of just get everything ready for the next week um and so sometimes we'll go out and like uh when I'm in the actual mission field I'll be able to go and do like things like maybe go to the zoo one day or or like play a basketball game and so we have like some other different activities we do those days too but for the most part just because every day we're supposed to be like teaching people and like doing service um it's not like it's just not the same so and you really don't have a lot of time when you're out there to be doing fluff activities because you right. have to do your grocery shopping and right. your laundry and everything. Yeah, we have to do grocery days. shop too. So it's just, I don't know, P days are the busiest days for me just because it's like, okay, I need to email this person. I need to call this. I need to set up this appointment. I need to go grab my medication or whatever it is. So And trying to have your appointments on specifically on P day. So that was our thing last P days. We had these appointments to run to and... 
she can't go by herself. So I'm buddying up with her and, you know, doing my thing too. So, um, was there anything we missed on home MTC training that I forgot that we needed to add in? We're good. Okay. Um, what about, um, what's, so with the home MTC training, what is the hardest part? Um, it's hard to be online all day. Like it's like just six hours of zoom. Cause it's from my zoom meetings are from like 2:45 to 5:45, and then I have like a 45 minute dinner break that sometimes gets cut short because you end a little bit late sometimes and just getting back on takes like a couple minutes um and even just to wrap up my thoughts and then so really it's more like a 30 minute break um, and I'm like hurry up hurry up we gotta yeah. eat shove it down if yeah. I'm not on time it's like a 15 minute eating yeah and usually I'm pretty good about eating fast so that's been good but um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but also I have class from like when is it? 6.30 to 9.30 and I'm supposed to go to bed by 10.30. And so I just kind of have that last hour to like write in my journal, get ready for bed, spend a little bit of time with my family. But it's hard because all the kids are in school when I'm free in the morning. And then by the time I'm busy, they're in bed. And so I kind of miss seeing them. So that's probably one of the hardest part. And just looking at a screen all day and being stuck in like in one room. <laughs> we were shoved up in the upstairs so that no one will bother her. So yeah. Although that may be the other hardest part is that the kids keep trying to walk in. Yeah, we have a little stop sign on the door and we'll like be like, stop sign, like you can't come in. And then like we'll flip it over and have like a little green go thing. So if they want to come in, I'll like tape it to be that way so they know that they're allowed to come in at certain times. So so what's the best? Um, It's cool to be like with the family while I'm doing this. And so it's like, like, it can be really hard because they do want to come in, but it's super nice to be able to see them at the end of the day and be like, okay, like, I'll give you a hug and just spend, like, I get to spend an extra month, really, of my yes. like, mission experience with them. So, really, it's only, like, 16 and a half months that I'm here instead of 18, so. Yes, your mama was very happy about that, for <laughs> sure. So, missionary service has changed quite a lot during quarantine because it used to be a lot of being out, knocking doors sometimes, and just meeting people in public a lot. So, what is it like during quarantine? Because California is still fairly locked down. Yeah. Um. So, most of it's online. Like, we do a lot of things through Facebook. And so, one thing that my friends have done, because I have a bunch of friends that are being missionaries right now too and they'll like go through Facebook and just look at different people and they'll get um like promptings I guess and they'll be like okay I should message this person and see like if they need some peace in their life or if they do want to know more about Jesus or things like that um and another thing that they do is they just post little messages so they'll spend like 10 minutes teaching you about faith or they'll a lot of my friends have been like really creative with it and they'll find like little ways, like people were teaching about faith using like a little plant and, um, or they'll sing and they'll post a video of it and yeah, like ask like you a question. Mm-hmm. Singing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, or they'll like do artwork and they'll show it. And so it's been really cool to see everyone's talents because sometimes I feel like you don't always get a ton of that in the mission field. And so it's been cool to see how creative people have been and how they'll find like different ways to share the gospel. Which is really changing missionary work, I feel like, to have to work within different parameters. Yeah. 
Um, what can we do to help missionaries in our area? Because there's missionaries all over the world. It's not like you just have this little patch of missionaries in California where you're going. Yeah. Um, I would say the best thing is just to be willing to help because I know it's really hard. And even I myself have like kind of been dragged to missionary discussions where I don't want to be there, but just being like a support system for the people who do decide to come to church because it's really hard. And a lot of people have to make life changes and they might not always be accepted by their family or their friends when they are like making this big decision but just to have someone there and you don't need to like have to be spending all this time with them but at least being welcoming at church and I feel like sometimes like they might be wearing different clothes because they don't have as nice of clothes as we usually wear but just making sure they feel loved. Well and I think one thing our family has tried to do is to have make dinner for the missionaries. It's different mm-hmm. now because before we could have them in our home and they could share a message with our family when they came, but now we just drop it off at their apartment, but that just saves them some time so that they don't have to spend time doing dinner prep and they have a very limited budget. So it's really nice to be able to just have a nice home cooked meal or even grab a pizza and drop it off or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Or if you have friends that would like to learn more about Jesus Christ, sending them your way would yeah, probably be like super helpful, super right? Helpful mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you wanted to share about um, your missionary service or how you feel about being a missionary or a representative of Jesus Christ? Yeah, I think that's like it's really cool to be like a representative of Jesus Christ, but it's also super hard and I've been a lot more aware of what kind of things I'm saying or listening to or watching or even like who I'm emailing on my days off like who am I really surrounding myself with and it's like really like what would I don't know there's a video we had to watch and it was like what would Jesus be doing if he had an iPad and I was like "Hmm." like I don't know and so just kind of thinking everything like if Jesus was right here beside me because I'm literally wearing his name over my heart it's she's got this name tag that Mm -hmm. says sister has because we call her sister in the mission from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And Jesus Christ is in big, bold letters. Yeah. Um, But it's just been, like, it's cool. And it's just a unique time in my life because I'm able to spend all of this time devoting it to Jesus Christ. I'm not super, like, I'm so worried about my family, but it's not like I'm providing for a family. And I'm not going to school and I'm not working. So all of my time is dedicated to this, like, into one purpose and just to serving God. And so that's just been really cool for me to have a little bit of a perspective change I love that I love that so um we didn't talk about like what are missionary restrictions you said phone calls are just a family once a week yeah so tell us kind of what your other guidelines are so you're not hanging around watching Netflix or anything like that right tell us about the guidance that they give because it used to be pretty spelled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of it like depends on our leaders now, which we call like a mission president. So he'll just kind of be watching over every us. area has mm-hmm. a mission president. Yeah, so um, it depends on them a lot, and sometimes they'll be like, "It's okay if you watch like G-rated movies on your P day or something." But really, it depends, and for the most part, you're so busy on your P day, you don't have time to do anything else. Um, but I guess they have like this app that they put on our phones and so it kind of restricts what apps we have just so we can stay more focused and just to protect us when we're out there because 
a lot of things can pop up that you don't exactly want to be there. And so that restricts like even like other social media. So Facebook's the only social media we can have. Some missions are branching out to Instagram, but ours so far are just Facebook. Um, and then I don't know. There are a bunch of different rules about like even when you're driving, because some areas have cars. They, like, have your companion be behind you and back you out and do different things like that just to keep us all as safe as possible. And when you don't have a car, you get to... Ride bikes or walk. Or lots of walking, Mm -hmm. probably. Tons of walking. Yeah. So I'll be doing... And even if you do have a car, you're still walking a ton just because you have, like, limited miles you can go. Um, And so once you hit your miles, you're kind of... You're on your feet. Yeah. (laughs) So it's good to have bikes and a car which I will have a bike like at all times so if we do run out of miles on a car we can bike places so fun okay are you ready for my three helpful and happy questions yes (laughs) (laughs) so I always tie this into the this uh, we have our three helpful and happy questions that tie the podcast in with helping of happiness blog so the whole point of doing helping of happiness is that we're trying to put a little bit more happy in our family lives and one way that I really love to do this and talk about all the time is for through food travel and just helps and tips and homemaking hacks so our first question Cassidy sister Hess what is your favorite food or meal favorite food is mashed potatoes all the way it's been like that for a really long time (laughs) (laughs) okay and we know that because we love it and we have a really good recipe for that on our blog and i'll link it in the show notes because it's her favorite kind of mashed potatoes so we love mashed potatoes over here okay number two what is the best trip you've either ever gone on or your dream vacation i feel like we've gone on a lot of fun family trips as a family but they've all been really different, and so I don't know if I can pick a favorite. My dream vacation's been to London. I've never been, and I really want to go. It's been on our list for a long time, and it yeah, just hasn't just, quite worked it's out. It's not happening, but it's okay. Someday. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Did you think of a homemaking hack? No, I don't know. Do all your laundry on P-Day. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be really helpful when you have a huge family. If we did that, there would be a mess. But We'd be doing laundry around the clock for one day. Yes. But that will be my homemaking hack for the next year and a half. It'll be to do your laundry do all of your laundry on one day. <laughs> well, thanks, Cass, for coming on. It's so fun to have you be a missionary in our home. So yeah, it's been fun. I'm so glad Cass agreed to come on. She's usually been pretty shy about the podcast, so I was really glad that she she was willing to come on and talk with you. I feel like it's a, a lot more powerful to hear it straight from her than to hear me just rattle off all this stuff. Um, I was just going to tell you a few other things that are happening more specific to her training for those that are interested. Um, They cover safety, which I think is really important and something that I never really thought about before having a kid as a missionary. So safety and how to deal with dangerous situations. She has a lot of different practice lessons with different people. They actually have people that may or may not be members of our church, but are paid to be the people that she's practicing to teach. So that's kind of fun. She gets to really act like she's giving a lesson to somebody. The teachers for her classes, the ones that she has are actually students from Brigham Young University that are previous missionaries. So that's kind of cool. Um, She has these other really neat things where she has 
our prophets do specific devotionals just for the missionaries that they don't share with the rest of the church. So it's kind of neat to have those little private talks with them. So it's just really cool. So, and if you, for some reason, would like to know more about missionary work, I'm putting links in the show notes more specific to what a missionary day is really like. And if you're interested in learning more from the missionaries in your area, we can definitely find a way to put you in touch with them. And if you'd like a Book of Mormon to learn a little bit more about our church and what we're doing, we'd be happy to give you one of those as well. So hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week.